0: Your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, this was a question that somebody wrote in with, and. lot of times people ask this question at clinics and stuff like that too so we're going to go ahead and cover it and that is when you're leading a horse that is potentially spooky or just you know even in general is it better to have the horse by your shoulder or back behind you quite a ways and there's kind of two there's kind of two different ways of thinking of it the one by the shoulder usually the logic is, well, if I'm up by his shoulder, I can control him, but then the logic, the other logic of, well, if he's way back behind me, I've got some distance, and he's able to go somewhere besides right on top of me. So, through experience, I've come to agree with that second one, and I've been doing kind of more along the lines of the second one for a really long time now, even with you know clients, horses, or clinics that are spooky and things like that. And so far, the universe is seeming to say more so than not, your best bet is going to have them way back behind you. And then the logic that you could control them or influence them more if you were right up by them. Is you know generally that they're thinking, well, I'll, I'll have my hand right underneath the halter, but most, not every time, but most generally speaking, if one is gonna spook like really, really spook, then you're not gonna be able to really control too much of that. You know, the the end goal is you get it to where there's nothing to that needs controlling, but. If, you, if we amplify the distance, well, the two distances a little bit, sometimes it makes more sense. And this is one of the things that made me decide to always have them be way back behind me until, you know, everything is kind of good with them. But if you amplify the distance, so let's say a horse is about to kind of lunge up and jump forward and then kind of bolt off. Would you rather if a horse was gonna do that, would you rather him be two hundred feet away from you or would you rather him be five inches from you? And most people would say, Well, yeah, if he's gonna if he's gonna bolt and or jump sideways or something, I'd rather it not be on top of me. So that's kind of the logic with that and not that you know, not that you would always have to have them leading way far back behind you. It's The best deal is when you can have them lead from anywhere and the horse kind of knows that's a thing where he's like, okay, this is the part where I'm supposed to get on their left shoulder. Oh, now this is the part where I'm supposed to get out in front of them. This is the part where I'm supposed to get behind them. This is the part where I'm supposed to get way, way behind them. So see, that's that's kind of part of some groundwork stuff is where the horse realizes that there's some stuff there, you know, and he realizes that he's supposed to be real particular about exactly where he's at. And ironically, by the time you get one really good at that, that usually cleans up the spookiness stuff anyway. So, uh, so yeah, generally speaking, I would say your best bet is going to have him be, you know, probably not even directly behind you. Eight or ten feet, but behind you and maybe off to the side, another five or six feet. So you know, obviously, like a ten-foot halter lead would be a pretty handy deal on one that was spooky, and maybe even a flag for one like that. You know, so you can kind of keep him, kind of keep him away from you. And that way, see if he does have to do something. It makes it to where he can do it without running over the human, which is kind of a thing we don't really want to set him up to do. You know, we're trying to set him up to not do that kind of stuff. So there's kind of one one last factor about it is when when a horse is, you know, half decent at groundwork, you can very easily control them from 10 feet away or 15 feet away or 5 feet away or even if your hand is right up under the halter now most of the time the minute we get more than 5 feet away from them you know the control and all that starts to deteriorate so let me see if I can say it right deteriorate deteriorate it goes away (laughs) So, my wife's over here laughing at me. So, you know, that's part of the groundwork too. Like when we do the clinics, we tell people, well, the further away you can get from him, the more advanced you're getting. So, you know, getting him to where from the very other end of your lead line, which say it's 8, 10, 12 feet long, whatever, you can have his feet do you know, just about whatever you're thinking. And you can get him to think what you're thinking from the ground. That's kind of... If somebody was to say, hey, you know, Carson, what's your definition of groundwork? I would say, well, it's just being able to get the horse to have the same thoughts that you're having while you're standing on the ground in his general vicinity so the stronger you can get that you know obviously the better your groundwork is going to be so I hope that helps you guys out and we will see you next time you've been listening to the Carson James Podcast real, simple horsemanship subscribe now to get new questions answered every week if you enjoyed this week's podcast drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends